The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This is a question I get asked a lot. Maybe it's because I wrote the book, Get the Fuck Out of the Sun. But people want to know what sunscreen I use on Zaza. And that is Sunbum. I've talked about it before on stories. We are out by the pool even today. She has a hat on and she is wearing Sunbum. Sunbum is my choice because it's vegan. It's paraben-free and it's gluten-free, okay? It's a trusted brand and has so much educational resource behind it. You can go on their site and stock it. You will be blown away. They have a baby SPF that I like, and they also have a sunscreen face mist. And this one has SPF 45 in it, and it's sheer. It's lightweight. I even like to use it on Zaz's arms. It gives you protection from harmful UV rays, and also it's infused with witch hazel. Everything is really seamless with their application process, which is what I appreciate. But like I said, I don't want to put a bunch of chemicals on Zaza, which is why I like this brand. When it comes to sunscreen, I'm a year-round person. I try to put it on Zaza and myself year-round, but I can't do like super, super thick, unlightweight sunscreens. So I'm kind of particular when it comes to sunscreen. I even wrote about this in the book. I've learned too, after writing this book, that sunscreen should be worn daily for all skin tones. So you got to find a sunscreen that you like. And I think it's important to see what's actually in the sunscreen. If you want protection from those harmful UV rays, you have to check out Sunbum especially it's summertime. Fourth of July is coming up. Protect yourself, your kids, your husband. I spray it on Michael. I spray it on his muscles. They glisten in the sun. He loves it. You can use one-time code skinny at checkout for 15% off your purchase at sunbum.com. That's S-U-N-B-U-M.com. You should know this deal ends December 31st, 2022. Get your family on board with this vegan, paraben-free, gluten-free sunscreen. Sunbum.com. She's a lifestyle blogger extraordinaire. Fantastic. And he's a serial entrepreneur. A very smart cookie. And now Lauren Everts and Michael Bostick are bringing you along for the ride. Get ready for some major realness. Welcome to the Skinny Confidential, him and her. Aha. So it's a fully built out website like a beautifully designed website. He obviously hired a developer. He has like his some of his business stuff on here, which is not impressive to say the least. On here is this list of deal breakers. And at the top, it says the ones marked with a star are the hard ones. The ones marked with a dash are the soft ones. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the Skinny Confidential, him and her show. Sadly, today, no, Lauren is no longer with us. She's no longer here. She's not dead, if that's what you're wondering. She's still alive, very much so, which is great. She's not on the episode. She's on maternity leave. So it's just me. And to fill the time, I've also brought in Mimi, who's Hi. regular. I don't know if you're a regular, but you've been on here a few times. And then uh, he's Taylor, pulling out the wild card. Okay, your mic's on. Good. I don't have to go through this whole thing. I'm like you. the old maid, though. Isn't that the wild card? No, that's the Joker's wild. Uh, you can be the old maid if you want to be. I don't know what you are, but anyways, everybody got our producer Taylor on the show. We got Mimi on the show. Lauren is, like I said, she's no longer with us, at least for today. And I don't know where this episode's going to go. I feel like Mimi, you need a lot of help. I wouldn't say that. You need a lot of help. You've... If it's between Taylor and I, I think he needs more help than I do. I'm really good at giving help. If I'm it's... surprisingly really good at giving help. Any, any person that I've ever given help to has always said, you're a really good good person to give advice. And I'm like, I know. Thank you. I've never heard someone use the term given help in that way. 
I've also never heard anyone say that about you, ever. <laughs> it, it exists. Taylor's pretty reliable. I'll give him that. He's reliable. He's reliable. Maybe not my first choice for advice, but but he's he's there. Okay, so like I said, Mimi needs a lot of help. She comes to me when her life's falling apart. And so I think... About I just, once a week. Yeah, about once a week. So I said, okay, let's just put it all on air. Let's talk about what you're going through. And I think this episode is important for everybody that's, you know young person out there, not that I'm so old, but young person out there, single in the dating world. I've learned a couple things along the way. I feel like I could be helpful in some ways. I'm helpful to you. Yeah. You gave me great advice. Not always great advice, but like I would say like better advice than Lauren. Way better. Especially with dating. Lauren gives some of the worst dating advice I've ever received. Let's put it out there. I think like she gives really good life advice. In relationship. In relationship advice, yeah. but dating advice, she has been out of the game for so long too long too long yeah she doesn't she doesn't get it no and, yeah um, she, she i 100 echo that sentiment well lauren was also very monogamous in every relationship mm -hmm. right i was out there in the world for a while she yeah we know so but it's still like i'm you know obviously it's been a long time but lauren again some of the poorest dating advice i've ever heard sometimes i hear her talk to you in weston and i'm like oh ugh. sometimes i call lauren for advice and i hear what she says i'm like okay i should do the opposite of that yeah, she's probably going to get all. She's the equivalent this. of like the old grandpa that goes back in my day. I used to walk through the like the snow with no shoes on. That's her dating advice. You're right. It, it is. It was really good when you were in sixth grade. Ago. Like yeah, fifteen years ago, that was like the prime dating advice that you would you should, essentially she could win. I'm sure some sort of award is in like thank you, like it save relationships. But now it's dated. Where I think she's really solid is once you've got someone on the hook, someone that's interested in you. Yeah. She's good at like that part where they're like kind of like pursuing. She knows how to play it. I agree. Um, and once they're in the relationship, she knows exactly like the best advice for a relationship. But I don't think she's the best for dating. No. Now she's going to listen to this and yell at me offline. She's going to yell at you either no, way. No, she, she's acknowledged it before. I know she has. No, she, she hasn't. She, no. has, she never acknowledges oh, it. Oh, she hasn't. No. Maybe you're right then. The other thing that Lauren does with the dating is like, I'll call her like the other morning I called her when we were talking and this was like literally six o'clock on a Sunday morning and I called her and I told her about my night. And then I talked to Weston at like eight o'clock in the morning and he had already found out everything that I told Lauren. So the second I tell her something, she immediately calls Weston and they talk about it. Well, especially when she was pregnant and she's, you know, bored and not drinking and just wanting all the tea and all the juice. She wants the juice. All she does is just text me a juice box every day and she expects like something. <laughs> Everybody listening should get a lot more excited because I just put my headphones on and I could already tell I'm going to be 10 times better than before. I thought I could wing it without the headphones, but I'm just so used to being in the zone. This is going to be a much better podcast now. Okay. It was honestly going to kind of maybe be trash before. Anyways, I'm in it now. Okay. So I thought it would be interesting for you because we were at dinner and you shared one of the funnier things I've heard ever i think i agree yeah and i've only heard a little bit of it and it is uh, from what i've heard it's so absurd that it's it never would have existed when i was younger so okay so tell us what tell us what happened tell me if i'm making a mistake here because i want to paint mm -hmm. this picture for everybody you go out mm -hmm. alone yeah which i think is a power move by the way people should go out alone more often right yeah that's my book. move yeah that is it's i'm a reading great my move. book i'm eating sushi it's a beautiful day whenever i see somebody man, woman, whatever, out alone doing their own thing. I think, well, that's like a powerful person. And I think we're attracted to that type of energy right away because it's like, oh, that person's competent. That person can do their own thing. They're not like having to leech onto the group. Oh, I thought you meant like out at the bars alone. I, like, well, I do mean that. I do mean that. Okay. It doesn't mean you have to like be like partying your face off alone. Yeah. That's kind of strange. I think 11 yeah, o'clock on thinking. Saturday by yourself would be a lot. 
But I mean like going for like a bite for happy hour or like yeah. getting a, you know, parking up somewhere, grabbing a book, doing whatever you're working. Bottle service for one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you're trying to meet someone, it's definitely a good move because that is where I met this guy. It's approachable, <laughs> right? Because it's always mm -hmm. strange when there's a big group and you have to like penetrate the group. That sounds weird, huh? Maybe not the best use of words, but you know what I mean? Like it's like it's intimidating guy or girl to approach a giant group and then potentially get rejected in front of the group. But if you go up and there's someone solo, it's much it's much more approachable. Maybe trying to penetrate a group of men. Okay, maybe not. Uh -huh. Maybe you are, Taylor. I think a group of men are trying to penetrate him. <laughs> Remember, no, I, I've said that. I've, Maybe he's I've been never penetrated really, by never a really group been of men. Hit, no, I've never really been hit on. We've talked about this before. For some reason, I don't know. I don't know why men don't find me sexually attractive. I guess. Okay. Okay. Let's get back. Yeah, to let's, the point yeah, here. Let's, yeah. Let's not get off topic here. All right. 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 Get, <laughs> Side track. Okay, okay. I'm gonna get flustered here. Okay, let's, let's stay on the point. Okay. Okay. So you go out. You go out alone one night. You're out. And why was the, what was the reason? You were you actually going out on the hunt, or were you just no? Okay. I had um, just gotten home, and I was hungry, and I had no food, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna go walk and get sushi. And it was like a nice night. And so I went and I brought my book and I'm sitting on the sidewalk having a beer, eating, or actually, no, I'd already finished my sushi and I was eating a, like a green tea ice cream with like a tempura on the side. Like I was fucking like having a night for myself. And this guy walks up and he's like, hey, uh, actually first, maybe I'll set the scene of his outfit. He walks up, he's wearing a black, shiny, supreme puffer. Bad sign. I should have known right then. God. And a black hat and like a black turtleneck and black jeans. And I was like, okay, whatever. Like, seems low key. Did yeah. Supreme get so popular and so cool with your age group that it became now not cool? Maybe. And a guy, this guy approaches you. Yeah, this guy approaches me. And... So is that points in your book? Or is that... Or do, do you like that or not like that? I like that. It, I was okay with being approached. I wasn't... I was wearing sweatpants and no makeup. So it wasn't like I was like really trying but that was fine. Um, and he asked me a question. He's like, hey, do you know if this place over here is open? And I knew that the place wasn't open. And so we like started talking about it or whatever. And we talked for like 30 minutes probably on the street. And he seemed totally normal. Although he did tell me some stories. Now that I'm looking back, I'm like, eh. Are you sitting down? I just yeah, I'm sitting down. You're not standing on the sidewalk. No, I'm okay. sitting down. He's standing. And he I had- sit down the whole 30 I had another chair. I didn't invite him to sit down. I wasn't open to that. Oh, that's I, I that's more I would stand for maybe three minutes and then I'd have to You you I'd would either, say, Can I sit down? I'd either sit down, I wouldn't mm -hmm. I'd either sit down or I'd mm -hmm. leave. I don't think I'd say can. I think that's a weak move because then it's oh, like okay. then it puts the This is my personal take. If you ask permission for stuff like that, just can I sit down, you open up the room for a, a rejection. So mm -hmm. I think for dating advice, maybe for men and women, there's a better way to frame that. So what would you, you could do? just say, I'm going to sit down. If somebody says, no, I don't want, like, then you, obviously you can't be a creep and go for it. But I, I don't like the, the ideas like, can I? It's like asking permission. I think there's a saying, it's better to, to beg for forgiveness than ask for permission. If we're talking about something as simple as sitting down, yeah. I think that's okay to just say, like, I'm going to sit down and be assertive. If it's something where it's like you're touching somebody or physically approaching them, then you, then you definitely need permission. Well, yeah, because right? she could say okay. no right away. If the, when you say, could I sit down? She says no, then it's awkward but for something, if you still pursue. Yeah, for yeah. something as simple as sitting down, I think that's okay to be assertive. Because then you could say, she could say, hey, you got to leave or get up or no, no way. You can't be so assertive if you're going to you know, physically be touching somebody. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Anyways. Okay. How so, would that work if it was like reverse? I wouldn't just sit down. Someone would have to invite me to sit down. I also think there's an energy where people give out. Like, if you, I mean, you could tell if somebody doesn't want you to sit down. I didn't think want you to sit down. You, but, but then what are you doing talking to them for 30 minutes? This is where I get very confused. 
I was, if a, if I was woman, just relaxing. I was like, okay, sure. But if somebody's talking to me for 30 minutes, I'm taking that as an indication that they're probably interested because who the hell is talking to somebody for 30 minutes if they're not interested? I like to be around colorful people and he seemed a little bit colorful. So I was enjoying his stories, you know? This is where you're very confusing, <laughs> but you just wanted him to stand there? Yeah, I wanted to enter- him to entertain me. It but was like dinner and a show. Don't you feel strange when you're sitting and he's standing and you're looking up? No. She's asserting her dominance. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, <laughs> surprise this didn't work out, but keep going. Okay, I know so. it's shocking. Regardless, like the 30 minutes is up. My ice cream is melted. He asks for my number. And I'm like, okay, sure. And I give him, or actually he asked me if I would go out with him that night. And I said, no. And then I gave him my number and he texted me and he's like, it was so nice to meet you. I responded like two hours later. I'm like, yeah, nice to meet you too. And then the next day he texts me and he's like, when are you free? Let's get dinner. And I told my roommate, I was like, oh my God, like he texted me, like I'm going to get dinner with this guy. I was like kind of excited about it. And then like an hour and a half goes by and he texts me. He's like, guess we're not a match then. Like have a nice life. Wow. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Everything up to that point, I was thinking, okay, this seems pretty normal. Same. I thought the same thing. And then I was like, well, that's fucking weird. And so I didn't respond to that, of course. Can you paint, a, like, can you tell me like age range? I, not to be ageist, yeah, but like, yeah. how old do you think this guy was? Like 35, maybe. Okay. 35, yeah. So a little bit too young. I mean, listen, sorry, if I'm going to be ageist again. Some of these old bats, they get freaked out if you don't text right away, right back. But if you're 35, you should understand the game. Like sometimes you don't get a text back right away. Yeah, he might have been younger too. I would text Lauren sometimes when we first started dating, when we first started pursuing her. I wouldn't hear back for like three or four days. <laughs> Maybe sometimes longer. That's the advice that she still gives. Yeah. That is, that is you just literally uh-huh. nailed, her advice to you is exactly what she says. Like, don't respond for like a week. She's like, go on a vacation, come back like two weeks later. I'm like, they're going to, they're going to be like, sometimes it works. About no, it. but you know what she would do? She would pepper me. She would sometimes mm-hmm. like, I would message her. Hot and cold. And she would go super hot and be like, right back right away. I'm like, oh, cool. She's in me. And then as it was getting going, then she would like ghost me for a while. The pump and dump. Yeah. That's actually like a, a thing that Robert Green was talking about where you, I forget like exactly what it was, but it was like there was this old stick with no branches and they would put it into a salt mine in the winter and then they would come out a few months later covered in crystals and it's called crystallization. It's like you give them a little bit of something and then like in their mind, they think about you. Like when she wasn't texting you for those four days, you were probably like thinking about like, oh, what's she doing? What's she up to? Yeah, I think blanketly, like it just is like more like relationship or dating advice. People give way too much, way too consistently. Yeah. Right, like it's like I we don't... If if every if, if you first start dating somebody and they know everything about you in your first two weeks because you've just verbally diarrhea'd all over their face with everything that you have to share, then there's nothing interesting about you anymore. See, yeah. right? like, I can verbally diarrhea all over everyone's face and they will know nothing about me. Yeah, I guess that's a little bit true. In a way, because I can I can talk about talk for hours about nothing. And they'll be like, yeah, no this, shit, this guy's man. still a mystery. I think you make people think that they know you, but then they're like, there's something going on like behind the scenes. Most people don't know well, me. Well, th- the biggest thing is people leave no mystery. Yeah. Right? Like, it's like, they gotta, sh- you, it's like, I gotta let you know everything about me, everything in my world, how my family is, what I think, what my values, like, it's just like, hold some shit back a little bit. For sure. Right? Like, Okay. Let someone imagine things about you. Yeah. And let someone miss you. Uh huh. Let someone think uh, that's a mistake people make early on in dating is they like, they go way too hard, way too fast. Like, I think, I think you need to get them on the hook a little bit though, before you do that space. Yeah. Lauren's then, suggestion. She's like, Oh, like text him once and then don't talk to him for two weeks. I'm like, he's going to forget who I am. Well, it's, I think it's tough. What Lauren does, it's tougher now because guys have way more options than they ever did before. Yeah. People find that like, it's, it's tough to hear, but it's true. Right. 
a guy may not wait two weeks any longer or even a week because he's on this app that he can swipe and he can find a girl much easier or guy, whatever mm-hmm. it is, than in the past. Like when, when we were younger and we would date, I would actually have to pursue somebody. And if you found somebody, you would have to keep, fo- like you'd have to follow up consistently because it's not like you had 85 options. Yeah. Right at your fingertips on your phone. If you had had those options, would you have gone a different way? Of course. <laughs> of course. Yeah. I mean, and listen, I, I had I had options, but it wasn't like, I mean, I never, I didn't grow up in a generation where I could get let's on my Let's be real. Phone. Your options were not great. Well, let's not throw people, all these people <laughs> under the bus. You know, I had some, there was some good options back. Don't talk, okay, make it about okay. me. But what I'm saying is I Can didn't, I see a picture of some of the options? No, we don't do that. <laughs> I didn't have this thing where you could get on your phone instantly and be like, okay, I got denied by one person today. So I'm going to go and try 50 others, right? It's like, oh, you got denied by one. Like maybe you'd have two to five backups if you were really kind of out there. Yeah. But you didn't have a hundred. I met this guy recently. We were at a party and we were talking about dating apps and he says that he goes on 12 dates a month. He says sometimes he stacks them up and he'll have two dates in one night. I have cracked the case on how to trick my daughter into having vitamins. Only Uno. Only Uno. That's what we say. We say only Uno because she likes them so much. That is Haya. I have talked about this on my Instagram story. I cannot stop raving about it. They're basically the best chewable vitamin, but without all the added sugar. So most kids' vitamins are filled with five grams of sugar and can contribute to a variety of health issues. We learned all about this from the brand Haya. So Haya is made with zero sugar, zero gummy junk, and it tastes amazing, even for picky eaters. Zaza actually asked me for vitamins every single morning. Like Michael said, we say only Uno. And this one that she has is filled with all the things. It's like a blend of 12 organic fruits and vegetables. It has vitamin D, B12, zinc, folate, also minerals, which is amazing. They're non-GMO, which most kids' vitamins are not non-GMO. Look into that. These ones are also vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, nut-free, and everything else you can imagine. And I have to tell you, I tried them because I was like, what's Zaza eating? And they're so good. I think you're going to love them. So they come in a yellow box. They're really fun. We have ours next to our vitamins. And so every morning, like we said, we make it a thing. It's so much fun. Then we go and water the plants. We have like a whole little routine with her. We worked out a deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. You receive 50% off your first order. You guys, 50% off. To claim this deal, you must go to HayaHealth.com slash skinny. This deal is not available on their regular website. You're going to go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H.com slash skinny and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. HayaHealth.com slash skinny. I had a friend, and I'm not going to say who it is. I think I know who mm-hmm. is. He had a circuit, and I know, and he's not the only one of my friends with this. Like he had a circuit. Two of your friends have circuits that I can think of. Maybe more now, but this one guy I'm talking about is a fucking animal, <laughs> and he had a circuit of three places, all within walking distance of his place. And it was first, it was a wine bar, then it was a restaurant, and then it was a bar, and then it was back to the place. And he did the circuit probably three to four times a week with three to four different women every week to the point where some of the people working in these establishments like would just call him out. And some people liked it and some were like, hey man, you're disgusting because he would just do this circuit over and over. But again... If I went out with a guy and they called him out like that, I would think it was funny. Well, 
this is what I, I think what makes dating more challenging now is people have more options than ever. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think it ma- this makes it hard for people to stay focused in a relationship is like, you got to stay focused, right? You got to be like, okay, I got to blinders on and focus on one person. Ideally. Why does something relating to bear fucker shots pop in my head during that? Story? Okay. I told you we're not going to put the guy on blast, <laughs> but uh, he's going to hear that. And be like, okay. So anyways, but, but yes, I think he would end the night with the drink called a bear fucker shot. Again, not, that has nothing to do with me, but it just, didn't you truth. serve those at like the company? Christmas? <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, no, that'd be a huge HR violation. But again, okay, so back to this guy. So yeah. he... Okay. So he texted me and he said, uh, guess not, whatever. And I wrote him off. I was like, okay, how, bye. Wait, when, how long did it transpire from his message? So he sent the message an and hour. you didn't respond. Yeah, an, an, hour. An, an hour. One hour. One hour. Maybe you, one hour, 15 minutes. Were you intentionally minutes. waiting the hour? Were you letting him sweat? Or yeah. was it just, were you busy? Well, I, I take like a long time to respond in general. She was doing what she should be doing. She's yeah. not being too thirsty. She was like, yeah. hey, I'm going to like, you know, I'm, we kind of like this guy, right? And we're going to maybe go out and I'm, you're not going to be all desperate sending the p- text message right back. For sure. That's the right move, by the way. You yeah. Don't have to go right. Some people disagree that. No, I'm, you got to be responding. You got to be respectful. No, you can play the game a little bit. It was Thursday at like 7 p.m. too. And I was out to dinner. Like, yeah, I'm busy. Nothing worse than getting finding someone and then them feeling like they're not busy, like they don't have their own life going on. Yeah, it's so unattractive. So I wrote him off. I was like, okay, whatever. He's obviously weird. And then he texted me like two or three days later. And he's like, hey, by the way, I just want to know why you didn't respond the other day. Wait, I thought you said you responded in an hour. No, I never responded after he did that. He, he, I had never responded. And then he oh, oh, responded okay. again. He, okay. You didn't respond after an hour. He sends an absurd message mad about not responding an hour. And you're like, okay, this guy's a red flag weirdo. I'm not going to respond at all now. Yes. Okay. Totally. Got it. Also, he had given me like his whole life story in that text. He's like, hey, I'm at the airport. Flight got delayed. Time to kill. I don't care that you ghosted me. Not a big deal. I'm just curious. Haha, though. Were you too shy? And then he just goes on. It's like a very long text. And then he goes, I just wanted to know. Uh, I think you should read the full text. Just you think to I add should? Context. Yeah. Okay. He goes, hey, dude, I'm at the airport. Flight he called you got- dude? Yeah. Ooh. Okay. The one, he goes, what night are you around? At 626. And then I hadn't responded. Oh, I guess it was two hours. And then at 8.46, he goes, maybe let's not force it. Fun chatting with you. See you around. And I was like, that's so fucking weird. After one hour. Yes. <laughs> it's two hours, but whatever. But still, okay. Yeah. It's a Thursday. I'm out. And then on Monday, he texts me. He goes, hey, dude, I'm at the airport. Flight got delayed. Time to kill. I don't care that you ghosted me. Not a big deal. I am curious, though. Haha. <laughs> Were you too shy to give me a fake number or say no thanks? Or was it something else? I didn't pick up at you wanting to be left alone or did the heart freak you out because I was just driving and didn't have time to write things out. I've been insanely busy with work. Woman's language is so fascinating. Always down to learn it better. Totally thought you really wanted to hang because he had liked one of my messages from before when I said, it's nice to meet you or whatever. Oh, he did the heart like. Yeah. So he was feeling insecure about the heart like. I think you should only use those things with very familiar settings. Like sometimes my family bothers me with the family group text and yeah. they send 18 things. So I'll send a, a something back in that. Or if I'm communicating with somebody like I'm working with or whatever, I'll do like the thumbs up or thumbs down. Like I think that's fine. But I think if you're just getting to meet someone and you hit them with one of those emojis, not even emojis, like the little the like tap backs, the tap backs. I don't care about that. I, it doesn't bother me. I don't think about it. But don't you think that it should bother you a little bit? Like somebody just like, it's all, it's almost like, I think this is what I think about a lot with people dating nowadays. It's like people 
have so little time and care so little about the interaction they're having with someone that they don't even have three seconds to write something back or voice memo something back. Like to me, I, if so, if I was pursuing a woman and they hit me with one of those tap backs, I would be like, okay, well, this person's not interested and they don't have the time and like I'm not going to pursue. It's relationships built on microtransactions. Sometimes when I use it, it's like when they ask two things and I only want to respond to one of them and so I'll just like the other one kind of. But you give another in-depth I, response. I give an answer to one of the questions. Okay, well, that's different. Yeah. But you just don't it. just hit him with a tap back. No. Because what are you supposed to pick up from that? For sure. No, I respond. And then I go, have a safe flight. I did want to hang out, but then I didn't respond for like an hour and you were upset. It was too intense. Sometimes I take days to respond. Still a good response. Good response. He goes, I wasn't upset at all. I just have a long list of deal breakers. And days to respond is at the top. If you're bored and feel like reading, here you go. Okay, glad I wasn't an asshole. And I didn't let you eat your ice cream. Take care, hun. Thanks for clarifying. Oh my God, why you said hun? Yeah. Okay, hun and dude, very kind of demeaning. I'm going to be real. There is a photo of him on this website. I don't, if I show it to you, go like. (laughs) I want to see the photo. I don't, we won't put the guy's website on blast because I feel like that's too much. Okay, so we'll post this list on Instagram if anyone is bored and wants to take a gander. So this is the moment in the story, Taylor. I don't know if I told you this. This, mm-hmm. this for is everyone peak. listening. This is the moment in the story when we're at dinner that this took a wild turn, and I was like, "We got to talk about this on the show because this was on this was." I unexpected. was on my way to dinner when he texted uh, this to me, and so it was like I was so excited to see you guys and tell you about it. Because at first I thought the guy was a creep, mm-hmm. and then I heard about this website, and I'm like, "Well, this this uh, then this I can't." This is a whole new layer. It's a whole new layer, <laughs> and I can't tell if I really think it's great. Or if I even think it's creepier. Same. I I kind of love it almost. Like it definitely got my attention. I'm never going to go out with him, obviously. But it did get my attention. Someone out there, it's worked for someone or he wouldn't be giving it out. And that's why once we, I want to talk about more of this once you're done with it. But I have very, very, a a very strong opinion on the the success of this. You do. I was thinking about all the different things and people we've talked about on the podcast and like the fact that this is making it on air like this because I think that this deserves a spot in this Same. in this podcast history because what this guy did It's impressive. I can't well I that's what I'm saying I can't tell if it's impressive, if mm-hmm. it's psychotic, if it's funny, if it's just complete nutso, if it's real. It's real. But I know I know the thing is real. So okay, so tell yeah. tell tell him what he did. So it's a fully built out website like a beautifully designed website. He obviously hired a developer. With his name, dot com. Yes. Like it's his, it's his personal name, dot com. Yes. He has like his some of his business stuff on here, which is not impressive to say the least. But on here is this list of deal breakers. And at the top, it says the ones marked with a star are the hard ones. The ones marked with a dash are the soft ones. Which is so wild that this guy... So when I started thinking, I was like, okay, this guy has been out in the dating world for so long that he couldn't just... You know, like if I had a list that I wanted to send to somebody, I could send that list in like a notes app or I could copy and paste it. The fact that he had to create a domain for people to go and visit... With asterisks. That's wild. It's so insane. Like I said, I can't tell if this is like a total power move or if this is just total fucking creep zone. It's total fucking creep zone for sure. I, I don't know. I'm gonna let the listeners decide. You gotta it's, it's, some of these are pretty fucking funny. Okay, number one, dry texter. Like, yeah, I guess. And these, are, so these are his red flag lists. Yeah, these are his deal breakers when he's dating what he does not want in a partner. Yes. Okay, let's go. Dry texter, too shy. Any of these, low self esteem, <laughs> depressed, emotionally abusive. He can't deal. This guy can't deal with anybody bringing no. any kind of baggage. 
tries to put down or emasculate men to feel good about herself. A little misogynistic, okay. Yeah. Blames the patriarchy for all her problems. Uh, Very misogynistic, okay. Okay, number three. Tries to compete with you or tries to compete with you instead of the us against the world mentality. Can't tell the difference between kindness and weakness. What? That's the the, the heart message. girls see kindness as weakness and attack. Needs lots of male attention. Consistently posts thirst traps. Uses dating apps. Okay, so this guy's <laughs> very misogynistic. This is a very, yeah. this maybe is a very insecure guy. Okay, keep going. Chronic insomnia. <laughs> well, <laughs> that would kind of be a deal breaker for me too. Any attempt at game slash manipulation. Bad kisser slash tries to use S-E-G-G-S to only please me, hoping I'd commit instead of actually enjoying her, her orgasms too and being in the moment. Wait, what's sex? What's sex? Sex, man. It's like how people spell it on TikTok because you oh can't spell God. out sex. That's this. It's so this guy's 35 so years old writing this that way? Yes. Wow. That is literally gave me the ick more than anything. Dumb. Unable to think outside the box. <laughs> has nothing interesting to say. Well, that's deal breakers for me too. Obsessed with slash addicted to social media. Not creative. Has no style. This This is absolutely the worst one doesn't make an effort to look or feel her best with all of these things listed after it pushes for commitment too soon that doesn't belong there is overweight or unattractive oh, is shorter Jesus. than five foot or taller than six foot is over 120 pounds what the fuck is doesn't this? have shiny silky hair that is the fact that Taylor, <laughs> the fact that this guy put doesn't have shiny silky hair on his red flags list is, oh, is this is why I can't psychotic. Tell, I can't tell if this is incredible <laughs> or if this is just full creep. Like I can't tell if this guy's being serious. Like I kind of want to be friends with him because I I think it's really funny. Like I th- I bet he's a colorful person, but I don't want to date him. You bet he's a colorful person. <laughs> he created a domain with this list that he sends out to people after he. I'd love to pick fails. his brain. I'm I almost feel be like real. it's like a satire on dating. Well, that's what I'm yeah. trying to say. Like I can't tell like, if this is serious or not. I mean, maybe it's like he puts this out there and he can play the card of like, oh, just joking if it's if it's not received well, but if it's, you know, or maybe he like, you know. I mean, he still is hitting me up even after I've like been non-responsive. So I I don't know. So was that the full list? No, there's a few okay, more. I'll, I'll make it quick. I, I think we need to go back and just t- dissect some of these because they're hilarious. Okay. There's a few more that you're, you're going to like. I am a real mattress snob like a real mattress snob. And when I moved to Austin, I wanted to be very thoughtful about the mattresses that we got in our house. And honestly, I have to tell you, Helix Sleep has it going on. My bed is like the most comfortable. We have the beds in our house stocked with Helix. What you do is you do a Helix sleep quiz. It takes two minutes. You go on and basically it matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. I did it with Michael so we could get a mattress that we loved. And it honestly was like a seamless process. So once we did the sleep quiz, we got our mattress in the mail. The unboxing was so easy. And what I personally look for is something that's like really, really soft and comfortable and almost like butter, like a cloud, but also still really supportive. Thank God Michael looks for the same thing in a mattress because it would be a real problem. Anyway, Helix knows that you guys are all unique. So they have several different options. And sometimes people like medium, firm, whatever it is you like. Some people even like something that cools them down if you sleep hot. They have all different kinds of things. They even have stuff for spinal alignment, which is amazing, especially for Michael because he's always complaining about his aches and pains. So if you're looking for a mattress, you take the quiz, you order the mattress, and then it comes right to your door, ship for free. 
you don't ever need to go to a mattress store again. You're going to go to helixsleep.com slash skinny. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows, which is so cute. For our listeners at helixsleep.com slash skinny, helixsleep.com slash skinny. They have over 12,000 five-star reviews. You're going to have a better sleep. I'm telling you. identifies as a dog mom, tries to figure out how much money I have or any signs of gold digging. <laughs> Parents not together. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's something that no one has control over <laughs> in any way. Nope, it's a red flag for this guy. Deal breaker, actually. Big deal breaker. Has kids, bad breath slash smelly, no <laughs> sense of humor, has slept with anyone I know, doesn't <sighs> sleep with me by the third date at the latest, underlined. Wow. Is a He's really first. making a statement right there to make sure that the person sees that. They're like, oh shit, the next, the third, the uh, like, next so one's I coming guess up. At what state? I mean, I guess in your case, it was like this was a preemptive, like, hey, we didn't even get anywhere, but I just want to sh- hit you with this list. But imagine, like, yeah. I wonder when this, if this list gets shared as he's in the dating process. I wonder. Should I ask? I'm gonna is, that, so is that the full list? No, there, this is how he ends it. Okay. I can't be her entire world. She has to find joy in things other than me, aka have her own life. <laughs> and that's it. Okay, so what you just asked Michael about does he show? I think he does, and I guarantee you, this is this is the part that I that that scares me is that I guarantee you, and it might be a listener here. So there are girls that I'm sure see this and find it acceptable and or find it intriguing, and it, it they look at it and they go okay, and they they actually continues to go on a date with this type of person. That's what I find strange. I'd like to interview that girl as well. Exactly, because he has this, and he wouldn't give it or give it or share it to anybody. I'd be surprised if he's stupid enough to realizing that the success rate of this website was zero. I think these are like, it's it's a Hail Mary, it's like a Hail Mary play. I wonder if this is like an encrypted link and he sees every time I open it. Oh, because I open it. Has. Hopefully, all you haven't been time. watching like Pornhub or like whacking off to that. He's probably spying on you. Maybe because every time I open it, he texts me. No way. <laughs> not, I'm kidding. Not every time, but that'd be wild. Yeah. Okay. He's like, so, hey, you look really good right now. You're like, what? Oh my God. Okay. So this one didn't work out. No, no. I respond and I say, this is riveting. Thank you for sharing. And then he's texted me three more times since then. Most recently on Saturday, a one minute long voice note, which I don't care to listen to. I was thinking about responding too long. Didn't listen. Sorry that happened or happy. For so you. What, do you, what do you think? Okay. This one didn't work okay. out. This yeah. is a full creep mode. But what do you think like the main, like people struggle to date now? Like they, yeah. it's, it's, I feel like it's, in a lot of ways, it's gotten easier and more accessible to meet people, but it's gotten harder and harder to actually get into a relationship or date successfully. It's really hard to find people you like. And I think there's so many people out there that you're like desensitized also. Like maybe I've met someone who I would like if I would have met them in a different way. But on the dating app, I just look past them. Well, I was talking, who was I talking to? I, we were, I was at the dinner and I was saying like, I, I feel bad for people because I feel like because there's so many, like a lot of, um, I'll like use a business analogy. A lot mm-hmm. of t- reason people, reasons people don't find success in businesses because they lack focus, right? Like they, they kind of try something for a little bit and then it doesn't work out right away. And so like, oh, you know, I have so many options now. I'm going to be a graphic designer. I'm going to go into finance. I'm going to go um, into TikTok. I'm going to go yeah. and, you know, work for this person. Like there's so many options and so many different ways to make money now that people lack the ability to stay focused on one thing. And I, I feel like that's applicable now to the dating world where you meet someone and it kind of like fizzles quickly or doesn't go where you want it to right away. And so you jump to the next thing very fast where 
know, years ago, you would maybe hang on a little bit longer because there wasn't such an abundance of options. Yeah. I also think that it does have to do with like a lot of people in my demographic don't play the game and they're thinking that it's like manipulative and they need to like, especially women. Like I see how my friends act with guys and I'm not perfect, but I definitely think that I'm like better off than a lot of other people. But your demographic thinks that they're not playing the game, but they are actually playing a game when they're like, oh, we're not doing that. They think it, it, the game itself, it's, just, it's a it's a hypothetical description of like the the push and pull of relationships. So they think it's not like, obviously it's not a physical game, but they're like, oh, we don't play games. But yet then they go and do shit that it would be fall right in the category of playing games. Well, the difficulty about all of with all of this stuff is that I think, again, people start to try to break this down by age group or demographics. And I hear older people than us saying, oh, these generations and younger people saying this generation. And I think it's a mistake because if you study human nature, or even if you look at someone like Robert Greene who writes about the laws of human nature, human beings and their thought processes and their emotions and their triggers and the things that get them going and get them stimulated have not really changed so much over the years, right? Like people are people. And so you can push back on human nature and the way people think it's, I'm not playing that game or I'm not doing this or I'm opting out. But the problem is, is these, these strategies are kind of timeless, right? And so I think that call it manipulative, call it what you want, but the way attraction works, the way people respond to things, the way people stay in relationships and the things that they pursue, like that hasn't, at least the fundamental laws of how humans actually behave with with human nature, that hasn't changed so much. And I think that a lot of times people think, well, my generation doesn't do it this way or my, that generation does it a different way. It's like, yeah, but there's still a lot of similarities in laws that you kind of have to abide by. I think that that is kind of like what I was trying to say. Like they think that a lot of people are now aware more so than I think 50 years ago. Like th- that game or that book, The Game came out, you know, 15 years ago. And that was mystery? Was, no, it was called The Game, right? Yeah, but wasn't it, Taylor, is that the guy mystery that wrote that? I'm not certain which one you're talking about. I think it might have been. Yeah. It got so famous. The guy that talked about negging and yes. like peacocking. Yes. Oh, God. Okay. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so then since then, I think that there's been like people being like, oh, I know what you're trying to do. Like you're trying to play a game. You know, I think that that's kind of been the reaction. It's also too many choices breed indecision. That's oh. like the the like tried and true uh, the ability of it is when it's a constant pool that you could just keep looking for. You're going to be looking for something that doesn't even really necessarily exist. But these games, yeah. ex- these games exist in business. They exist mm-hmm. in dating. They exist in relationships. They exist in friendships. And I always find those people that try to opt out of the game stupid. Right? I agree because like whether you like you can't it or go not, go against history. Whether you like it or not, like this is the this is the way the world exists. People mm-hmm. read that book, The Forty Eight Laws of Power, and they get mad. They're like this is dark. This is manipulative. It's like no, it's a it's a reflection on how human beings. I think beings... people who say that haven't read the book. I think that they just know about it. Well, people live in a world where they're like, I don't want to acknowledge the way the world really is or I refuse to acknowledge that it is that way maybe it's darker than I'd like it to be or it's more manipulative than I'd like it to be or people are maybe Mm -hmm. more self-serving than I hope they would be and so they say I'm not playing the game and then what happens is they lose in life because the rest of the world's playing the game a lot of those rules too are are, they're subconscious they're not even aware of a lot of the things so if they're they're like I'm not going to do it but they're still they're still with through their just behavior and just being human, they're still doing a lot of these things. Well, there's a way to play the game and still be a good person, but you just have to acknowledge that there's a game being played. Yeah. And it's not that you're being manipulative. It's that if you actually like want to date someone and want like a relationship that lasts, you have to keep it exciting and you have to like do those things. That's what Lauren would say. Lauren still keeps me on my toes. I still sometimes turn around and don't know like what's going on. Yeah. 
right? Like I think that's a lot of relationships, they get so consistent and they get so stale and you know what to expect from the partner all the time. It's like you lose the spice of the relationship. I like that my wife might fucking lose it on some kind of random thing on me all the time. I like, I like that she can, you know, keep it, you know, playful with me. I like that it's yeah. not so always so consistent, right? Like I think that like I would lose I would interest. consider her one of the most inconsistent, like surprising people I know. Yeah, and me too in some ways, right? Yeah. Like sometimes like, you know, catch me in the wrong mood or catch me in the wrong setting. Like I might be completely different. Or you catch her in the closet and, you know. Who knows? Things happen. But again, no, like uh, that's a whole different thing. Okay, so <laughs> yeah. what do you think some of the consistent mistakes that your friends make? Because I, maybe I could. Sleeping with people too soon. Okay. Yeah. So let's talk about it. My friends will go out with a guy and sleep with them that night and be like, well, I just like really wanted to. And like, like it's normal now, like everyone sleeps with someone the first night. Not passing judgment, very sex positive, obviously. For sure. Do what you want to do. And I think it does work out for some people, but they're seeking uh, a serious relationship. And I don't think that's the best. Yeah, start. it's the variables to that are going to depend on what the outcome of that is. Like if it's purely from a physical standpoint and then you get that, then they may lose interest. But if there is, if there is, are the variable of like attraction and they're, they're getting along and then it would probably not fizzle out right away. But I think they use sex as a way to like become closer to guys. Big mistake. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm just going to make a disclaimer here because I don't want to hear about it later. Like I know there's all these different terms and non-binary and gay and straight and trans and this and all these different things. But I'm going to talk about heterosexual relationships, men, me, because that's Mm -hmm. what I am. And so I'm going to give advice from that perspective. There's other places that you can listen to for other advice for how people identify however the hell they want. But for me, as a man, when I was pursuing women... That was the most exciting part was the pursuit, was the chase, was the idea that it's like, I don't want to say it's a conquest to conquer someone, but it's like this thing where it's like you meet somebody and the idea is to unlock this part of them where they then want to be intimate with you, right? And they want to, you know, let you in in more more in one way than the other. But I, I think if women make it so easy for a man that he can unlock that part of the relationship and get that intimacy that early on, well, you've just taken out almost all of the excitement of the pursuit and the chase. And men like to chase and they like to pursue. And any man that tells you he doesn't want to chase and he doesn't like the pursuit is fucking bullshit, right? Taylor, don't you agree? Yeah, I agree. And so your instincts. Yeah. Well, it's just like, that's the exciting part. And all of a sudden, if you meet somebody and it required no effort at all, and you've gone out and you get that in the first day of meeting someone, that has become a very uninteresting pursuit, right? Whereas if you have the time to pursue someone, one, during that time, you're also building relationship, learning more, unlocking different parts of that person's brain and their mind and, you know, you know, finding if you find them interesting or not. And you're also like, you know, it's like this little bit of a tease where it's like, oh, okay, like I really, you're building the want, right? So then like when you get it, it's not like, oh, that was so easy, you know, because here's the thing, whether women like to hear this or not men are going to continue to chase and they're going to continue to pursue. I still feel like I chase Lauren all the time, which is why it's interesting. But in my personal past, if I would meet someone and have a one night stand, I would lose interest almost instantaneously, actually to the point where I wanted them out of the place, even before we went to bed. I'd be like, oh, I'm kind of like, this was, it's, it's, it feels so easy that it feels um, dirty in a way. Like you committed I was crime. just, I was just um, reading this article the other day about how sex sometimes has the same effect that like taking drugs does where it's like you're just looking for the high you're looking for the next high and then you become like into a different state they say that there's only two states of consciousness which is like 
asleep and awake. But then this article was going into how drugs and sex are also like two separate consciousnesses. And it's very sobering in a way. Right? Yeah. Once you've the had second sex, it's done, mm-hmm. you're, you go back to your normal self and... And you analyze and you start to... Listen, I know people don't like to hear this, but it's the truth. And I have... I'm a man. It's the same for women. They say after a woman sleeps with a man, she's like disgusted by him. Yeah. Well, and especially if it's that quick and that kind of like rushed, mm-hmm. you're kind of looking, you're like, wait a minute. Like, who is this person? Right. And I don't care who you are. Like, it's, you know, you could. If you don't know the person, it's strange regardless. It's strange. It's all, yeah. you're sitting there sober. Mm-hmm. What I mean, sober from, you're not pursuing sex anymore, like not alcohol, whatever. Yeah. And you're both looking at each other like, what the hell did we both just do that quick? And listen, there's a time and a place. I'm not saying there's something wrong with one night stands, but I think if you are pursuing somebody in hopes that they are going to want to continue a relationship with you, you've given up too much. And I also think sometimes women go, okay, well, I'm not going to give up sex. So I'm just going to give this guy a blowjob. Mm-hmm. I think gonna, that's sex too. Yeah, it's, it's, it's still the it's the release of the of basically busting your nut is what no, leads but you to that. I area. actually think I'm telling again. This is for the benefit of you, your friends. Listen, I have two young, I have two young sisters, so I would say this all the time. That's almost worse. Mm-hmm. It's almost like you're better doing the sex than the oral because the yeah. oral is like okay. I just met this person. They just did this in one second. Who else are they doing this to in one second? I'm not that special. They're not that special. There's nothing special here about this. There's nothing, you know. It's not memorable. It's not memorable. It was, I mean, listen, I've had some memorable, some of those, but let's not get on that tangent. If she stopped before I busted though, I might go like, ooh, like, where are you going? In your case, we know you have like an edging fetish. In your case, she would have to stop in about 10 seconds. Um, Mike it all over the carpet. Yeah, that actually happened to him. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he actually did bust all over somebody's carpet. And that girl listened to that episode too, by the way. Oh God! And if you're listening not, now, well. we're still sorry. Okay, so so okay. you think your your friends give up sex too quick, too easily, too fast? Yes. And you think because of that, they're not finding success in relationships? Because what happens? The the guy ends up ghosting or going somewhere else, or the girl loses interest. Also, it could be either way. Yeah, there's no buildup. There's no mm-hmm. chase. There's no like, hey, like we just both pursued this thing. It's just that, that everyone's rushing, rushing, rushing. Yeah. So that's probably number one. <laughs> and people do this weird thing where they're like, okay, now if we've had sex, that means now we're closer. Mm-hmm. We're more intimate. That means this person's going to like me more because we've had sex. I've sometimes found that that's the exact opposite. Yeah. I'm also finding a lot these days. I think that men that I'm dating are hypersensitive to feeling like, they have to pay me more attention or like that that they have to go out of their way maybe because they're used to women like talking about how guys like are shitty and they're being way too nice to me and way too intense like love bombing me and that's also an issue that's happening explain i'll go out with a guy i've i went out with a guy like three times or whatever and on this our fourth date he was like oh what'd you do last night and i was like i went to a party and he, he was like oh were guys hitting on you i'm like yeah and he's like, what do you do? And I was like, oh, I gave him my number. And he's like, why don't you just say you have a serious boyfriend? And he was referencing himself. And I was like, like, slow down, bizarre. So I think that there's that. They also, they'll ask me like, what are you looking for? Like, oh, I'm looking for a relationship. And it's just too much too soon on both sides. Doesn't it, Taylor, when you listen to this, doesn't it feel like everyone's just kind of like, everyone's trying to cram in everything at once. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Going like, hey, what do you want? Removes all of the fun of what a relationship really is. It's the like the mystery, the chase, the pull, the being like, so what do you want? Let like, me tell you why that what do you want question is a terrible question in dating. Mm-hmm. It's a terrible question. Especially, I, I would never ask I it. told my sisters all the time, never ask a man that question ever. For women out there listening, I don't, again, if 
maybe it's offensive to say, but men too don't ask it. I, yeah, but I but I do think specifically again, you know, as a heterosexual man, most wet men mm-hmm. when they're going out, and especially young men, and they're running around, do you know what they want? They want sex and women in abundance. There's very few young men that are like, I want to find a woman and settle down and be serious. That happens when you find somebody that you start to fall in love with and that you feel like you can build a life with and that you have a genuine connection with because you've spent time building a great relationship. But if you're early on and you've slept with a guy early and you're dating and it's been two or three dates, I, this just happened to one I had of, not slept with him. Okay. Let the record show. But this just happened to yeah. one of my closest friend. No one's going to know who we're talking okay. about. One of your closest friends. One okay. of my closest friends. Tall guy, tattoos. Anyways, <laughs> and a woman came to him and said after a few dates, like, what are we, what do you want? And because he's being honest and candid and he wasn't a little bitch about it, he said, I'm not looking for anything serious. This is not a serious relationship. I just want to have fun in, in, in quote, like basically that means just wants, wants to play around, have sex, whatever. And like, it's a devastating answer to hear because that's not the answer that she wanted to hear, right? She wanted to hear like, hey, I'm looking for something serious. And I'm like, so the problem is, is like when you put a guy in that position or girl, I'll say guy mm-hmm. or girl, and you make them answer something that quick when a relationship's just developing and then they answer in an honest way. It's all the of same sudden, thing you said. It puts you open to rejection. Yes. It puts you in a position where like, okay, if I'm somebody with integrity and you really want the real answer and you've put me on the spot, I just want sex casually when I'm, when I want it, how I want it. You know, when I say how, I mean like how often, how often, yeah, how often like where, yeah, where, and that's it. And I'm mm-hmm. not looking for serious stuff and I'm going to continue to date other people and have fun. Like that's a devastating answer to get back if you're actually wanting to pursue a relationship with someone. So the way you don't get that answer is you don't ask it and you continue to develop a relationship and a bond where people actually want to date and be with you over time. Yeah. And also too, I, I think asking that leaves you say, pretty much stonewalls you because a guy may go into a relationship and just want, oh, I just want to date around. But then after getting to know the girl, he may go, wow, I actually really like this. I only want to be with this person and I want a serious relationship. So the his the intention may evolve by asking that preemptively. You could very much end a road before it would have even began. Okay. While I was pregnant, I was very, very careful about what I put on my skin and what makeup I was using. And I was introduced to this brand called Thrive Cosmetics. So there's two products that I use throughout my whole pregnancy on this site that I think you guys should check out that I am all about. The first one is their Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. Okay, first of all, like I said, it's clean. So it's 100% vegan and cruelty-free. There's no parabens. There's no sulfates. Again, that was really important to me the whole time I was pregnant. So they have this liquid lash extension mascara. And what's so crazy about it is that it really mimics the look of eyelash extensions. I'm sensitive to eyelash extensions. I do love putting a fake lash on and then I'll put this lash extension mascara over a fake lash. And I am telling you, it is wild. My lashes look stronger, longer, healthier. I used it my whole entire pregnancy. It works. The other thing is, and I've been doing this since high school, is I love a little bit of eye brightener in the inner corners of my eyes. I feel like it pinches my nose in and also brightens the whites of my eyes. But the one that I was using was not toxic, but it was just filled with a bunch of shit. Their stuff has no parabens and no sulfates, so it's legit. This one is called the Brilliant Eye Brightener. So those are the two products that I would get on this site. 
especially if you're like me and trying to be clean with your beauty. Right now is a great time to try Thrive Cosmetics for yourself. Right now you get 15% off your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com slash skinny. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S.com slash skinny for 15% off your first order. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C.com slash skinny for 15% off your first order. Yeah, I used to get asked that question all the time. And again, really? the answer was devastating because <laughs> I would, above all things, I consider myself to be pretty blunt and candid and honest with you know my, the way I speak and my responses. So I would get asked that question and the response was exactly like, hey, nothing, not serious. Really don't feel that way about you. Having fun. Sorry. But like, if this doesn't work for you, I get it. Like we can part ways. I wonder what happened if you if a guy went around a bar and his his opener every single time was hi how are you I'm looking for a very serious relationship and settling down and wanting to get married I don't think it would work out at all exactly because people that would, would go, give me the ick exactly by and that that's exactly the, but the this thing isn't about a, this it. is again it's not men or women people don't people, people don't like that feel of desperation like I have to lock you down you have even to in be, friends yeah no nobody wants that if I went up to you and I was like I want to be your best friend and I want to be with you all the time and I don't really want you to pursue other friendships but and, and I'm really dead serious about this friendship and I'm going to put everything like you'd be like okay I don't think so buddy absolutely okay so okay again people cramming in they want to get the answer right away they want to give it up right away they don't want to take the time no They're one's so- taking the time to seduce anyone Yes, that, that's a good word. Nobody's taking the time to pursue and seduce. And there's something beautiful about that. I mean, it's fun. It's romantic. It's exciting. I pursued Lauren for a very long time. And I don't want to use that relationship as uh, I don't want to use our relationship as the pinnacle of what all relationship success looks like. But obviously, we connected when we were kids. That's not so, that's not so unique. It's a little bit out there. But then when we got back together, I mean, from 20, we, we got together when we were 21 and we got married when we were like 27, 28, mm-hmm. right? So there was a long pursuit and a long time to develop a relationship between then. And we dated, you know, we lived separately for a long time. It was like this whole thing of building a relationship. I mean, that's a big decision when you're going to take, you're going to marry someone and spend the rest of your life with them and have kids. It was say, like a storybook romance, if you think about it, in it a weird was. way. Because everybody, I'll, I'll say this, even myself, when a relationship ends and you're the person that doesn't want it to end, you always think to yourself, maybe we'll be, we'll get back together later on in life. And that's when it's going to be, that's when it's going to be it. And we're going it, to, it's going to seal the deal then. It's, but the reason it's always it worked out. You for... have someone that you think about that like? No, no. <laughs> in, in Previously, I just feel like when I was younger, right now it's, I, I doubt that. But, but okay. the reason it worked out is what I'm saying is that we developed honestly a f- true friendship and mutual respect for each other for a very long time. And there was a pursuit and a chase and it was interesting. And listen, nobody's going to, I'm not expecting everybody to date for fucking 20 years like Lauren or whatever we did. But I do think that people are setting themselves up for success, trying to cram everything in, in the beginning, giving up intimacy very early, not making it a challenge for man or woman or either side, asking questions that are serious questions way too early and putting someone on the spot, especially before they're ready to make that decision. Feeling uncomfortable is never sexy. Like with that type of question, no one, I never want to make anyone feel uncomfortable when I'm dating. So what do your friends do when they ask that question or they, they give up sex too early and then like, what's their next move? Because that's, I think the problem is a lot of people do that. They make, I don't want to say the mistake, but they, they take that step. And then I think that's where people get flustered. You know, my friends actually aren't really getting asked that. It's mostly me. So maybe that's saying something about the vibe that I'm giving out. 
Meaning what? They're, people are asking you, what are we? Yeah. And they're asking me, like, what are you looking for? Where do you see this going? And I'm saying, honestly, I'm like, um, I'm looking for something casually serious. That's always my answer. That's a little bit confusing. I know. <laughs> and then <sighs> I change the subject. But it makes me feel awkward. You don't want to be, you don't want to have to give somebody a, a firm answer. Yeah. I don't want to reveal what I'm looking for, you know? But do you want them to tell you what they're looking for? Honestly, no. But like if the question comes up, yeah, they can tell me. Like, do you, if you I go, don't want to know though. I wish the question wasn't asked. I wish it didn't happen. So you just wanted to keep like kind of use until we get to the point where it's like, you know, it needs to be addressed. Yeah, I was to say it's an appropriate yeah. question at some point. It's more so finding that time period of when is the correct way. So from your perspective in the dating world now, what do you like if you were to say like the top four issues that people run into or top three issues, what are the issues? I think it's overabundance, like you were saying, like there's too many options and like everyone has a small attention span. That's probably a big issue is like the small attention span. But do you find it creepy? Let me ask, because I've heard this mm -hmm. too. Would you find it, and I've heard old bats say, I'm going to say old bats, like people my right. age and above say this, that people find it creepy. Like, would you find it strange if a guy did not contact you through social media first and just cold came up to you in person? No, I think that's great. Okay, that's good for a lot of people. But uh, but some people I've heard some people say like, hey, it's weird to not like develop the connection online first. I would prefer to not develop the connection online. Okay, good. Yeah. Well, there's still hope for humanity yet. I think that the ideal way to meet someone is a friend of a friend, like a setup. In Korea, that's how people, everyone meets. It's like, oh, like, let me set you up on a blind date. And I think that that is great, in my opinion. Most of the time, whenever someone says they have a friend, they're always usually ugly. I like, met someone through a friend recently who was really cute. Oh, I've got this friend. She's so beautiful. Like, maybe they're just setting you up with, with that. They're setting me up for failure. Yeah, maybe. Aren't you in a relationship? Man? Yeah, I am in a relationship. <laughs> I'm just talking about in the past. These are all high, past tense situations. Gee, I got to cover your fucking yeah. ass for you, man. Yeah, you have a good call. friend. Yeah, you're just out there acting like like you kind of leave it obscure, like you're out there ready no, no, to go. No, no, you're yeah, talking you're, about coming was, on some girl's attention. carpet. Well, now this, this is just past stories. I, 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 I'm very transparent about my past. Yeah, um, so that's one of them. Number two, rushing things. Number three, yeah, but that goes under rushing things. I think that those are just the two main issue. It's like over. Well, I feel like rushing things could be rushing things emotionally and rushing things physically because mm -hmm. I, I, those could be two different things. You could still rush things. And have it not be like a hey, let me stick my dick in you, or let me ride your cock. Lack Do you of have seduction. To fucking, God, I mean, listen, I'm all about. You're talking about penetrating vulgarity, but yeah. Jesus, man, sometimes you say things that makes my stomach. The, the best, it's vile. Just on a on a tangent, the, literally, I think oh, this always makes me smile internally. The best way to describe sex is bumping uglies. I don't know why. I always just makes me chuckle on the inside. I'm sure women love to be. Well, it's both. It's it's because it's bump and ugly. It's both sides. It's not just women. You're it's, chuckling on the inside. I mean, I find you're it just turning everybody on, huh? <laughs> um, not enough seduction. That's the the number one. So issue. what's your what's your solution? What's your next move? I don't know. I'm trying to meet someone in real life, and I'm trying to play a little bit of a game. Yeah, it's I think fun. I think you got to go outside the big cities. I think they're too transient, and I say that like not being like somebody's like oh my god like a lady. I, I think the problem is is there's. I he, tried dating in Austin. It wasn't for me. Well, I'm not even saying Austin. I consider that a big city too. I think okay. it's it's hard to... Um, I like some of the people who aren't from LA that live in LA. Is that a transient? Are you saying that's not the goal? I just think that like 
The problem is, is uh, you're on the dating apps? Which ones are no, you No, on? I'm not on dating apps. Oh, you're I'm off? On, I'm on Raya, but I don't use it. Oh, fancy, huh? I've never met anyone from Raya. That's a fancy one, right? I guess, yeah. That's the one a bunch of my friends, like they always try to get on there thinking that's going to like... I haven't opened up Raya in like three months, but yeah. What are the good dating apps now? I've I heard good things about Hinge. Bumblebee? Bumble? Oh, Bumblebee. I think they were sponsored. Probably no, they were sponsored at some point. They're not anymore though, who cares? Okay, Bumble. Tinder. Tinder is for like fucking. That's what it's known for? Yeah. So, so if you're on Tinder, you're just fucking. Yeah, I think that you can. I think that it can be a relationship also, but like there's no bio. It's all it is is just images on Tinder. It's like you're just liking someone for their looks on Tinder. What about Match? I've never used Match. I think that's for... Match dating app sponsor Code Skinny. <laughs> there's a lot of new ones coming up though. But there's, there's ones that are more serious. Hinge, I think is more serious. I've used Hinge. I met someone I liked from Hinge once. And the guys who have asked me, like, what are we, are usually from Hinge as well. So what happens? People go single now and, like, their move is, like, when they become single, most people just hit Tinder. They're like, I'm fucking now. Yeah, probably. And they also hit Hinge and, like, pretend to be wanting something serious. Because I've asked my guy friends, I'm like, what are you doing on there? Like, Oh, this may be, people might get mad at me saying this. I feel like people that are kind of serious people don't go on the apps. So I think that's also why people are struggling on these apps is they get a bunch of the people that are like, I'm just here to fuck around. Oh, I disagree. Okay, so maybe that's wrong. Yeah, I disagree. Because I would never sometimes go... it's hard to meet people though in real life. You know why I think it's hard to meet people in real life is we've lost this, like, like I could never, if I was single, which I'm gosh, yeah. yelling at me now, I would never go on one of these apps ever. You couldn't pay me any money. I would, I like the old fashioned way of going up to somebody in person or getting a connection through a friend or actually pursuing somebody tracking. Where would you go? I want like like concrete advice. Go? Give me tangibles. Because I, I go to places and I'm I wouldn't go to transient people. places where people get sloppy. I would not. So okay. I think that like people's like they're the way they think about meeting people is like, okay, I'm gonna go out to the bar. I'm gonna go out where everyone's getting fucked up and I'm gonna go meet somebody. It's like, okay, people are out there getting fucked up and sloppy. So like that, if you're going into that setting, like that's what you gotta expect you're gonna find, right? Like people That's are, a comfortable place to talk to someone. Though. Yes, but that's okay. what I'm saying is people are seeking comfort all the time. People are like, I gotta be comfortable, I gotta be loosed up, I gotta okay. I gotta have a couple of drinks, I maybe gotta have my friends around, I got a little confidence. Because if not, I'm not gonna be in the setting to be able to do these kind of acts to pursue someone. So I think it's an it's a self-exploration like okay you go to those settings that's what those are the type of pools you're fishing in right i always yeah. think about like where are you fishing that goes in that goes in business that goes in dating that goes basically anything in life it's like you got to know the pool you're fishing in so if you go to the sloppy bar where everyone's going and getting fucked up like that's those are the fish you're catching yeah fucked up sloppy fish <laughs> right so i would go to places i'm trying to think of like the types of settings i think going to hotels that have a lot of foot traffic that interesting people are coming and staying in are interesting. Go have a drink there at a lounge. I think going to places like if I was in Austin, I think that it's interesting. Like, you know, there's like, like if you go to like Khalil's place, Sun Life Organics, like you're seeing people kind of in their natural element, probably people that kind of have a, a focus on health, taking care of themselves, maybe there. I think restaurant bars are underrated, like just mm -hmm. good restaurants, not a bar, but like a place where people go. Like an that, Italian spot. Yeah, and like propping up at the bar there. I think certain type of stores, like, I mean, this is dating myself, but like back in the day, like you go to places like Barnes and Noble and stuff, you can see someone with a brain, right? Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I else. think people with a brain are going to like cafes and working at a cafe now. Yeah, stuff like that. Also, I think like in professional settings, mm -hmm. you can meet a lot of interesting people. Also, I would create a good inbound cycle. 
God. Right? Like I would, I would systemize it where I'd be like, okay, like how am I going to create something that stands out where people actually seek me out and find me interesting? Like I wouldn't put myself at the mercy of what everyone else puts themselves at the mercy of. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Like, yeah. I wouldn't go and fish where everybody else is fishing and try what everyone else is trying. Because I think like that that's is... That's what's not working. That's not... Well, that's what is either not working or what is working for the majority of people. And whenever I see stuff like that, I'm like, okay. You run the other way. Yeah. I mean, it's just like anything else in life. It's like whenever, you know, like people come to you and they say, oh, you got to buy this stock or like right now mm-hmm. is a great time to buy a house. Like whenever anybody else, everybody else is doing something and finding success or fit, like I always think like what is what is the place that I could go where people aren't going mm-hmm. and then I start to think like where are the serious people going okay is that good advice yeah I agree completely with that it's not to say people can't meet people in these settings I'm not like diminishing like there's a time and a place to go out to clubs or bars or this and that but you just got to understand that you're fishing in a very unfiltered pond I just think yeah. going to clubs to, to meet people is you have you can have no conversation Usually the music is so fucking loud. You're screaming. You're like, what? Yeah, okay. And it, it, then at that point, it's basically like the Tinder where it's just conductive to to looks and body and are you're dancing and then that's it. And they're like, oh, I met this guy. But did you really meet them? All you did was fucking dance and then get shit-faced. Yeah. I don't go to clubs. I haven't been to a club since my 21st birthday with you guys. Oh, that's I got good. fucking blacked I'm out. I'm going to plan. You know what I'm, Taylor, you know what I'm going to plan? Because I was talking to Mimi and she's, you've never been to Vegas, right? No, I've never been to oh Vegas. Oh my God. Are you serious? Yeah, let's go. I mean, there was a period of time. Like, I think the best way to go to Vegas is you go in on like a seven or eight o'clock flight. You land, you have dinner, you go out, you go on an absolute fucking animal bender, right? And you just do it nuts. Probably leave. Depending on the group you're with, maybe you go to the strip club. Okay. Probably we would go to the strip club. It'd be fun. Lauren would go. You'd Blue, go. Rhino? No. <laughs> Spearmint Rhino, yeah. sorry. Or maybe I don't know if that's the one right now. Well, you go, you go somewhere. It's fine because okay. you go to the, you go out. You all go as a group, and like there's guys and girls. You all go together, and then like yeah, those I'm things, dying to go to the strip club. Well, actually. they shut down. You know, like the club shut down. What two? Does it, wait, Taylor, is it two in Vegas or three or four? I don't remember. No, the clubs oh. don't ever shut down. Yes, Vegas. they do. They do. They really? Yeah, they get slow or whatever. And then you go off to like an after hours club. Yeah, that's because uh, for me, I always like I always like the more loungy ones that are open all like the clubs and stuff. I've only I've done I do those very, very rarely. I've only done it a couple of And then times. you go like the day clubs. Then you kind of pass out and you wake up and you have some fucking absurd brunch. Like we used okay. to do this Lavo brunch. I, I used to like that. And you go there and you're like they start serving pancakes, but everyone's fucking hungover. And the next thing you know, like you're on top of the table and it's pitch black and you're blacked out. Love like it. That and then potentially you just kind of like crash that second one and then you wake up and chill at the pool and then you get the fuck out. So it's like max two days, maybe even only one and a half days. That's the way to do it. I'm okay, going to take you to do it. Let's go. I'm going to take you to do it. I haven't done it in a long time. You haven't been drinking, so you'll have to stop that first. And these two kids, they really fucking cramp my style. Okay, but anyways. Okay. But again, like, you, I mean, but here, there's like, again, you can meet people and have a fun, I'm not saying don't have fun one night, crazy party, out of control sex and all that's like of do course that. but i think we're talking about like if you're dating and trying to I've find been a burning relationship the midnight oil these days <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah that's good I do all that um but yeah that's my advice is like i would maybe stop fishing in all the same pools i would go to different places i would try to create a scenario where there's human interactions there's always like this uncomfortable thing where you know people men men women they find it um, intimidating to go up and talk to them. i'll tell you this about taylor one thing and my friend alex i'll call him too my friends that do the best with women are the ones that go up to women in real life and strike up a conversation and be a human being. And yeah. honestly, it's been Confidence. a long Yeah, it's been a long time for me, but that's how I would pursue women. I would go in person, talk, like show them that I'm a real person 
and like listen you get to like, you, get, you know you get some rejections but mm-hmm. Taylor don't you agree absolutely I, I but that's the thing Taylor people do get scared yeah. people get scared that they're gonna get re- rejected but that's part of the same thing it's part of the fun because you never know if you don't do that then you're basically you're you'll be infinitely rejected because you're never even gonna try yeah I, I think confidence is a little bit difficult in that and I think my my cousin put it this a long time ago. And I was like, oh, that's true. It's like the worst thing that could happen is they just say no or they're not interested. And that's I've always looked at it in that sense. It's like whenever going up to someone, it's like the worst thing that they could say is no or, or hey, mostly if you go up and you're and you're polite and you're nice, you're not they're not going to be mean to you. They're just going to say, oh, like not interested. Perfect. What'd you lose? You lost nothing, but you have a chance to potentially gain a lot if that's what you're looking for. And guess what? That applies to business. That applies to raising money. That applies to applying for a job. That applies to literally everything. Worse. The worst thing that happens is someone says no, you get a little bit of a bruised ego and you're in the exact same place as you were before. You don't like take a life hit and go back. It's not like Mario where you go back three squares, you know? Yeah. You like take a little hit to the ego and you're like, okay, back on the horse. All my friends that like do that, I won't say by name, like they just go out and they play the numbers game and they get out there. Like they. I also think the same goes for women. Like women are like, oh no, I have to be approached. And I think that making, if I am seeing a guy who's cute or like I see him out wherever, I'll start a conversation with him, but then like he needs to like lead the rest of it. But yeah, if you can I'm interested, a conversation. yeah. But some girls don't even they won't even do that where they're so just passive towards it. I I think that, that would be something that would be interesting to see how because I don't think it's really evolved, but it's always usually you know the guy needs to be the one to go up there. I've well, never maybe I learned that from you, Taylor. If I could give any of the women out there advice, it's like you don't have to make it so hard on the guy to get an opening. If there For is sure. some semblance of interest and you're like, I kind of want this guy to hit on me or come up to me. And again, not being sexist. Like there's a way to like signal that you're open to that as opposed to this like cold shoulder. I'm not going to do anything until someone approaches me. Like you, Put yourself in their space too. Yeah. People can, like people can sense if you're open to being pursued or hit on or whatever. I actually think that this applies in relationships too, right? Like, Lauren and I, honestly, this is true. We don't get hit on, either of us, ever. Like, and yeah. like it's rare that I get hit on or some kind of weird DM. Actually, this Didn't woman- some woman just asked to see your ball sack right <laughs> she said, Did you send it? She said, show the genitals. It, it was, and it was funny. It was like- Such an opener. It was like a- yeah, that's good. It was like a mom of two or three. It was, Wait, it was, you, it was, it was show like, the genitals? It's so, it's just so yeah, like- So a, I sent her my genitals back. Yeah. yeah, I sent her my genitals back. No, I'm just kidding. That's like maybe happens like once a year. Like it doesn't, it's not frequent. And with, Interesting. And with Lauren, maybe like, like a little bit more, but very little. And and the reason I think that that's, that is true is because there's an energy you can give off single or in a relationship that shows like, Hey, I'm open to this type of thing. Like if you don't give off that energy, nobody's coming around unless they're an absolute fucking creep, right? Like there's the yeah. creeps out there. It's like, get out of here, creep. But you know, I, I never feel bad for my friends when they're like, oh, like, I don't know, like these girls were all like, they can't. it's like, dude, you're putting that energy out there. Same with girls. Like you, like if you close off and you're like, I'm not open for business, people know. Yeah. With body language and like speech. Yeah. That's why any of my joker friends that mm-hmm. end up fucking around on their wives or their girlfriends and you get caught, it's like, they say, I don't know how, I don't know. It's like, well, you put that out there. You let them know you're open for business. You don't put that out there and they're not going to come around. For sure. Right? Because it's like, it's that confidence thing. Like if people know they're going to get for sure shut down or that that's not the energy, they're not going to risk it. But if you say, if you put that signal out there, like, hey, I kind of like, like this and I'm open, then yeah, you're going to, but same thing. If you're dating and you want that attention, like there's a way to do it.
One thing we have learned from this podcast that we never did before this podcast is to add minerals into your daily routine. It has been a reoccurring theme on this show for the last few months, and we have a big episode coming out pretty soon on the importance of minerals. And the biggest thing we've learned is how depleted we are as a human species and how hard it is to actually find a good mineral resource. So we keep talking about Symbiotic on this show. We've had Shervin, the founder, on this show twice. Those episodes have done phenomenally well. Like I said, I keep joking that I'm their best customer. I actually think I am. One thing that we've incorporated into our routine, and Lauren and I do it every morning, is their black gold shilajit. These minerals are so powerful, and here's how you do it. You're going to get up in the morning anyways. You're going to drink water. You're going to hydrate. We've talked about that so much. Here's another thing you can do while you're hydrating. Just get a little bit of warm water, not boiling hot, but warm water, and add this shilajit to your water in the morning with a little bit of lemon, and you're going to get all the minerals you need. It is going to change your life, I'm telling you. So Shervine also calls shilajit liquid gold. And like Michael said, it's a plant-based mineral resin, and it contains 84 different essential minerals. It's such an easy way to get minerals in. I love the taste. I'm obsessed while you're on their site, I personally would also add their liquid B12. I'm also very into that, especially it being postpartum. I feel like it gives me energy and it just really helps support my mood, which I very much need right now. You can use code SKINNY at checkout for 15% off your first purchase. This is in addition to custom bundle discounts, so people get 45% off. Create your custom bundle at symbiotica.com and get 30% off. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com and use code SKINNY. Also like leaning into intuition, like you can tell when someone's like looking at you a little bit. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, we're not idiots, we're animals. Exactly. At the end of the day, we're animals, right? Yeah. People need to have more confidence. Well, anyways, okay. I don't know if we've covered enough on if we've covered all the bases here. If we even covered anything, I know. I want to go through the list really quickly. Okay, let's blow through it because I, I. Do you want me to text it to you? No, no. Let's just go down the list really quickly and let's okay. see which ones spark some some quick. Do you guys want to see the image first? Oh no? yeah, show, show the image. I want to see what he looks like. You Let guys, me. okay? He was wearing a hat and he had a beard. Okay, you guys, it's it's like literally so bad. I Are don't. You, do you see him, Taylor? Say hi. It's literally it. It's so let see, let see, bad. Let me see. Let me see. <laughs> no, 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 no. Look, he lists what he's wearing. The processing lab for the image. Wait, hold on, hold on. It's like this has just reached another level. <laughs> this guy. This is like a full blown website. This isn't like a list. This no, is just no. like a list. It's literally like you go on and it's like, hey there. Wait, can you see and it, Taylor? It says yeah. self-portrait okay. and bold, jacket and pants by 424, shirt by Calm des Garcons, shoes Yeezy Supermoon, assistant photographer, won't put the uh, hair and makeup, won't put that, processing lab, won't put that. And he's doing a pretend walk shot. On the tennis court. <sighs> yeah. There's some production value in this. This guy's got to be joking. It's got to be a joke. I don't think so. You know what I think we should do? We should do a follow-up on this and we should ha we should call him and have him actually call into the podcast or somehow we need to incorporate this because I if we I have called to him right it. now we'd answer that's what I mean we should I don't do want to meet this yes. guy I feel like we'd have to like he'd, he'd try to like hurt us or something we don't need we don't need to meet him in person I feel like I'd have to choke this guy out or something he might be it might be a joke because he did message me again and he was like what was the best way a guy came up to you so he was asking for like advice so maybe okay, this so is maybe, his move. Maybe he's just like, uh, maybe he's just a lost soul that's like <laughs> trying to get data on what's working, what's not. Maybe he's, maybe he's doing research. He's like, I'm doing market research. Maybe he's data driven. I don't Literally. know. Literally. But the photo, the photo is pretty bad. 
Biography? Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is a film director photographer based in Los Angeles. He got interested in photography while visiting Cuba at the age of eight. Back in California, X started making short films, which screened at over 50 film festivals worldwide. He picked up a few awards and then directed his first feature film starring is a billiards and music enthusiast. In his spare time, he produces music, cooks, and dances salsa. This has got to be a joke. No, he he told me about the salsa thing when I met him. And also all about the... What's um, the contact page say? No, this is a joke. No, it's He's real. I don't know about this guy. This is either a it's joke real. or it's one of these really, really extensive people from LA that are so, their head so far up their ass that they think that this is acceptable to He's do. He's from the Bay Area. Where's the red flags list? You have to get back to it. It's like hidden. It's like you can't access it on the page. Oh, he's got it. In it. Yeah. It's a direct link. All right, Mimi. Well, I wish that I had some better answers for you here. I don't know what you're going to do, to be honest. I'm feeling okay. I'm not very confused right now, actually. I just do some market guy... research for us. Go on a date with him and then let us know how it goes. N no. <laughs> you should go on a date and do everything that he says that he hates. Literally. Oh, my God, please. You know what? I don't know if we've learned anything today. Same. I don't know if anybody got any kind of value out of this. The only thing I really got was like Taylor, the bumping uglies. Bumping uglies. Start using that slang. And hey, you want to bump uglies? It's just funny. It makes, it makes Sometimes I need a podcast. I, like I learned this. the circuit about that guy, your friend. I'm thinking about having my own circuit. That's a good move, honestly. Listen, that's the other thing. It's like, you know, if I was in the dating world, I'd probably systemize it, right? For sure. You got to be strategic. Yeah, you don't want to waste. That's the thing too. It's like you got to find your regular places, mm -hmm. your regular drinks, your regular like you know wait staff that you can get along with that know you, know what you like. Absolutely, close to your place. Yeah, I think spontaneity is overrated. <laughs> I really do. I tell Lauren that all the time. Whenever someone that's maybe one of my red flags when someone comes, I'm so spontaneous. I'm like I'm out. I'm out. I want let's plan it up a little bit. Yeah. Right. So that's one of your. We know you your love a plan. List. You know what? I have a I have a follow up podcast that I think we should do. We okay. should make a list. Of red flags. Okay. My red flags. Yours? Yours. Yours. Lauren's. Mine. Okay. Taylor's? Now that I'm thinking about this guy's website, I actually don't think it's that bad of an idea. I might create this and be like, even in business and in life, and it, this is my red flag. Like, let's not waste time here. Okay. I had to go to this dinner last night, and I was, you know, I dread whenever I have to go to a dinner. Yeah. Like, this is the Can't wait to have dinner tonight. This is you. the equivalent of dating when you're in a relationship, and I was like, oh my God, we got to go to this double date. And like, honestly, the people are really awesome. Yeah. Like, on paper, these people, you would be like, why would you not want to go? But it's just. You have a, a kid and a wife. Like, it's a lot. Well, it's not that. I'm also just like a recluse these days. I mm -hmm. like, you know, like I I really identify with that movie, um, The Aviator, when Howard Hughes is like locked in that thing, pissing in jars. I'm like, like, that might be kind of cool for me to just be alone like that. And so I was just like dreading it. You know, it's not going anywhere. But I just, okay. you know, you know what I'm saying? But I think like then you I, end up having fun. If I could have no, I did have fun. Yeah. It was fine. Once I once I get there, I can have fun. I can loosen up. I'm like no, 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 and then mm -hmm. I'm there. I'm like the WB frog. I'm like let's fucking go. I'm the same way. Right? Like I turn it on when I need to. But yeah. um, <laughs> I remember once pissing a jar when I was so hungover, and someone actually drank it, thinking it was water. Who? It's a long story. Oh my god! <laughs> Someone's gonna. Um, if I drink your pee, I'd be fucking done. You would never hear from me again. I'd kill myself. <laughs> yeah. I'd kill myself. <laughs> Literally, that would be my thirteenth reason. I'd kill him first and then I'd kill myself. <laughs> like if they ever like, what happened to Michael and Taylor? I'd be like, well, Michael accidentally drank his piss and then he had to kill him and kill himself <laughs> yeah. and everything's dead. He leaves behind two young children and a destitute <laughs> wife. All right, guys. All right. Um, I guess thanks for tuning in. I guess. I hope I'm you so got something from this. I'm sorry if you were looking for some kind of inspiration or education. Hopefully you got a little entertainment. 
Maybe That's all we can really hope for. Yeah. We'd love to know your deal breakers and red flags. I if feel you like there's such a, so much information on dating. That's why I think that we definitely... Someone's going to listen to this and write us in 10 years later and be like, that time you guys talked about <laughs> pissing in the jars. Really? Like, I found my husband. I found my wife. So we do. We That's going to be together. the takeaway is that someone drank Taylor's pee for sure. It, yeah. Let's not go there. <laughs> All right. Okay. Till next time. Thanks for having Bye. me. Do you want to win a copy of my book, Get the Fuck Out of the Sun? It will be signed straight to you. All you have to do is tell us your favorite part of this episode with Michael and Mimi on my latest Instagram at Lauren Bostick and make sure obviously you're following at TSC Podcast. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time with a hot, fun episode. This is a question I get asked a lot. Maybe it's because I wrote the book, Get the Fuck Out of the Sun, but people want to know what sunscreen I use on Zaza. And that is Sunbum. I've talked about it before on stories. We are out by the pool even today. She has a hat on and she is wearing Sunbum. Sunbum is my choice because it's vegan. It's paraben-free and it's gluten-free, okay? It's a trusted brand and has so much educational resource behind it. You can go on their site and stock it. You will be blown away. They have a baby SPF that I like and they also have a sunscreen face mist. And this one has SPF 45 in it and it's sheer, it's lightweight. I even like to use it on Zaz's arms. It gives you protection from harmful UV rays and also it's infused with witch hazel. Everything is really seamless with their application process, which is what I appreciate. But like I said, I don't want to put a bunch of chemicals on Zaza, which is why I like this brand. When it comes to sunscreen, I'm a year-round person. I try to put it on Zaza and myself year-round, but I can't do like super, super thick, unlightweight sunscreens. But I can't do like super, super thick sunscreens that aren't lightweight. So I'm kind of particular when it comes to sunscreen. I even wrote about this in the book. I've learned too after writing this book that sunscreen should be worn daily for all skin tones. So you got to find a sunscreen that you like. And I think it's important to see what's actually in the sunscreen. If you want protection from those harmful UV rays, you have to check out Sunbum especially it's summertime. Fourth of July is coming up. Protect yourself, your kids, your husband. I spray it on Michael. I spray it on his muscles. They glisten in the sun. He loves it. You can use one-time code SKINNY at checkout for 15% off your purchase at sunbum.com. That's S-U-N-B-U-M.com. You should know this deal ends December 31st, 2022. Get your family on board with this vegan, paraben-free, gluten-free sunscreen. Sunbum.com.